Hi, my name is Michael Sano. I'm Jewish and I love Israel. So if you love Israel, if you love being Jewish, or if you have an unwavering connection to the land of Israel, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the 12 Cities in Israel podcast. Shalom, shalom, shalom. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? My name is Michael Sano, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the 12 Cities in Israel podcast, the only positive podcast about the food, the people, and the culture of the state of Israel. Hey, if this is your first time watching, please don't forget to hit the like button, the subscribe button, and the notification bell so you get the brand new episodes as they come out. Um, if you want to take us with you, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and on Spotify. All right. Um, <clears throat> first off, I have to give a super duper shout out to Peter Madeira. This coffee is for you. He said my last four episodes were hot. So... Hey, I hope you like this one. It's going to be a fun one. Thank you so much, and thank you to everyone else who watches. Um, I'm filming this on the last day of Hanukkah, Chag Sameach, Hanukkah Sameach, so all you guys enjoy the Festival of Lights, um, and everyone else enjoy your holidays as well. All right, this episode is about, are you ready for this, the Golani Brigade. So um, I have this i was in the military i was in the military for uh about 10 years i was in the navy for six years on submarines and i was on in the army for four years in the infantry first gulf war second gulf war so um i having been in the infantry um have a special heart special place in my heart for the queen of battle and the golani brigade is one um, brigade within the IDF, the Israel Defense Forces. Now, most of you have heard about the Israel Defense Forces. What I'm going to tell you is uh, give you a two-second history. Prior to the state of Israel, there was a defense force for all the kibbutzim in the towns called the Haganah. They had a mobile arm to that strike force, which could, uh, to that defensive force, which was a strike force and offen with offensive capabilities called the Palmach. There were also uh, two other groups called the Irgun and Lehi. Um, how there were good and bad about all of them. Um, there is controversy about all of them. Um, even the Palmach, who is revered in the state of Israel. Well, what they did um, in 1948 was they wrapped all of them up and into, into the Israel Defense Forces. And one of those groups within the Israel Defense Forces is the Golani Brigade. Now, they were formed on February 22nd, 1948, during the 1948 uh, War for Independence, the Arab-Israeli War, um, when the Lebanoni Brigade in the Galilee which is up in the north, um, split into the 1st Golani Brigade and the 2nd Carmeli Brigade. Um, the 1st Golani Brigade uh, is, they were in the northeast, 
in the in the mountains near the Galilee, and the Carmeli Brigade was over near Haifa, which is where Mount Carmel is. So um, the first Golani Brigade um, was an is an infantry Israeli infantry brigade, um, and it consists of two battalions, five battalions. Sorry, my writing. It consists of five battalions, including two which it kept from its inception, the 12th and the 13th, and one transferred, transferred from the Givati Brigade, um, and it's under the 36th Division, and under that, over the, over the 36th Division, is the Northern Command. So it's split into a couple of different commands. It's split into, uh, the IDF is, it, the Northern Command, which, of course, covers the North, uh, Haifa, uh, Golan, the Galilee, um, the Jezreel Valley, all of that. And then the Southern Command, which is the Negev, um, the borders, uh, Elat, all that, Beersheba, it's located in Beersheba, is the Southern Command. And, um, and I think there's a Central Command. I should have looked into that. I didn't even think about that. But I think what I'm going to do is a video about the breakdown of the IDF. Um, but the reason why I'm talking about the Golani Brigade is because in the military, we have a tradition of coins. Okay, so each unit has a coin made. And if you're watching the YouTube version, I came across a military coin. And it's the coin of the Golani Brigade. And it's always been something that it's been a, a memento that's been very important to me. Something I'd look at and think, you know, warm thoughts about the, 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 just the Jewish state. And this, having been in the military, has special meaning to me. I wasn't in the Golani Brigade, but it is a brigade that is warm in my heart so to speak. So um, it is one of the five infantry brigades of the Israel Defense Forces. And its symbol is a green olive tree against a yellow background. And its soldiers wear a brown beret. Now, if you'll notice on this coin, if you're looking at the video, you can see that on the coin is the olive tree. Um, the, uh, what is it? The, the logo? The icon of the the brigade. Hold on, I'm off screen right now because I'm pulling something that I have that I got when I was in Israel last time, and it is it's a little wallet that uh, here here you can see it a little bit better, um, and it's the Golani Brigade. It's uh, green. This one instead of on a yellow background, it's on an orange background, and that's that's the color of the flash that they wear. <clears throat> on their uh, on their shoulder in the IDF they don't wear patches they wear these little flaps these flashes um, now it is one of the most highly decorated infantry uh, infantry units in the IDF and it has participated in all of Israel's major wars in nearly all major operations are you ready for this including the war for independence the Suez Crisis, the Six-Day War, the War of Attrition along the Suez, the Yom Kippur War, Operation Entebbe, when they went and uh, got the, um, uh, 
what was it? That was when the hostages were taken and the IDF and Mossad and all them, they went in and they got them out. Uh, the 1978 South Lebanon conflict, the 1982 and 2006 Lebanon war and various operations during the Palestinian intifadas. Um, they are one of the rotating groups that operates the military command um, in Judea and Samaria, what's known as the West Bank. And they're just, I mean, if you were in Golani, the chances of you having combat experience is hot. It's up there. It's like being, it's kind of like being, I don't know, um, what would be relative? Because I, I would say the 82nd Airborne, but the 82nd Airborne, has, it, it, Israel has its own paratroop regiment, which I'm going to do an episode on that. I think that's kind of fun. Um, but I guess, I don't know, any one of the infantry divisions in the United States, um, because all of them have been active over time. So it's kind of like that. If you've been in the Golani Brigade, the chances of you having combat experience, it's relatively high. So um, towards the end of the British mandate, Haganah High Command um, drafted Plan Dalit to implement its organization and operations. So Plan Dalit was really interesting. So let me take another sip of coffee. Again, Peter, this Jacob's Coffee is for you. So to some people, Plan Dalit is controversial. Controversial. To other people, um, it's seen as a necessity. So uh, during 1947, when the UN um, made its declaration and proposed its plan and said for the partition of mandatory Palestine, and they said, okay, uh, this will be the Jewish part and this will be the Arab part. And the Arab, all the Arab countries, even countries that weren't involved, came out and said, no, this is unacceptable. So that land was available, basically, because it was unclaimed land. Um, you can argue, well, it may have been unclaimed, but it was in serve, uh, conservatorship by the mandate or the UN. But I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't feel that, but it, hey, whatever. That's my opinion. Um, and I'm not a, I, I am scholarly, but I am not a <laughs> international law, uh, professional. So, but Plan Dalit was basically the consolidation. It was a number of military operations. It was the consolidation of the military forces within Israel, the Haganah, the Palmach, um, the, as I said, Irgun, Lehi, they were all pulled underneath the umbrella of the IDF. And then there were a lot of kibbutzim, Israeli kibbutzes, Jewish kibbutzes, which were in areas that were slated to be turned over to, um, they were slated to be turned over to the, what would become the Palestinian state that was rejected. So, um, to implement and to organize operations, the plan divided the Haganah and the Palmach into six regional brigades, Lebanoni in the north, Alexandroni in the Sharon region, um, Kiryat, Kiryati in the Tel Aviv area, Givati 
in uh, Shvela, which is the lowlands or the Judean foothills, and Etzioni in, the, in Jerusalem. And on February 28, 1948, the Lebanoni Brigade was split into two, into the Carmeli in the northwest, which I told you, Haifa and Akko and all of that, and Golani in the northeast. The new Golani Brigade included five battalions with its headquarters in Yavneel, okay? So, and that's still its headquarters to this day. Um, Golani's air, area of operations included much of the Lower Galilee, um, basically most of the, all of the Lower Galilee and Jezreel Valley, um, the Jordan Valley and the Hula Valley. It extended to Al-Jalama and Bat Shlomo in the west, and major population centers that it covered included Svat, Tiberias, uh, Beit Shean and Nazareth. Um, so it was, it was responsible for a pretty large area. Um, and because this area bordered Syria and I think Iraq, it was going to, in the future, whether they knew it or not, see quite a bit of action. So let's go back to the unit insignia. All right, and the symbol of the brigade is a green olive tree, as I said before, with its roots on a yellow background. It was drawn by the 12th Battalion's intelligence officer who came from Abutz Bet Keshet, and that was home to numerous olive trees. But there's also, are you ready for this? There are some sources that say it's uh, based on an oak that is located in Yavna El. Um, I'm saying that I'm slaughtering that, but whatever. I apologize. <laughs> All right. So the colors green and yellow symbolize the green hills of the Galilee, where the brigade was stationed at the time of its creation. While the olive tree is known for its strong roots that penetrate and firmly hold the land, reflecting the brigade's connection with the state of Israel's heritage. Um, so our roots go deep. We've been here for 2,000 years. This is our 2,000-year-old home. So the olive tree really, really cements that ideal into early Israeli consciousness. Um, the yellow background on the tree stands. Uh, it reflects the brigade's role in the south of the country, yellow being desert. Um, but it represents their role in the south of the country in the Independence War of 1948. Uh, when it conquered um, Um Rash Rash, which is now Elat, which is Israel's southernmost city. It is the playground, and Elat um, is phenomenal. And thank you, Golani Brigade, for you know helping us ensure that it's a part of Israel. Um, now, the, Golon the Golani Brigade's <laughs> official song was written by Amos Ettinger, and it's composed by Effie Netzer, and popularly performed by Yehoran Gaon. The song mentions the brigade's many battles, including references to Rafa in the Sinai War, Tel Fahir in the Six-Day War, and Mount Hermon in the Yom Kippur War. Now, Mount Hermon, 
um, is the highest point in Israel. You can ski on it. And uh, the Golani Brigade is responsible for ensuring that it is within, it, it is safely within the borders of Eretz Israel, of Israel. Now, the current unit composition, and, and I want to talk about this because this is kind of interesting because I, this touches on another episode that I'm going to be doing in the future. Um, the current unit composition is, remember I said there were a number of different battalions. There were five different battalions within it. Um, a battalion is basically about 100, no, that's a company, 150 people, 1,000 people. It's a lot of people, a lot of different people. So, um, sorry, I should know this, but I can't remember. Um, but it, so you have the 12th battalion, which is the Barak battalion. Um, and it's standard or it's logo because even though Golani is the oak tree, each of these different units have their own standards. A standard is an emblem that represents them. Um, and their standard is lightning and they are an infantry, uh, they are an infantry battalion and they have been around since the founding 1948. That is the 12th Barak battalion. You have the 13th Gideon battalion and Gideon is their, um, their standard. Um, they have been around also an infantry brigade around since the unit's founding you have the 51st Infantry Battalion, um, and their their standard is First Breachers, um, and they are called Habokim Harishon Battalion, and that means First Breachers. Um, and they have been with Golani since 1956, following the dismantlement of the original Gavati Brigade. And the Gavati, I think, where did, it, where did I say the Gavati was? It was in Tel Aviv. Um, let me double check that. Hold on. Got to get this right. Um, the Gavati was, no, they were in the Shefela, uh, the Judean lowlands between, uh, between Tel Aviv and Jerusalem, the, the foothills there. Um, so there, those are your three main infantry combat, uh, battalions within the Golani Brigade. You also have something, um, really interesting called the 631st. Reconnaissance Battalion. Um, it is uh, Gadsar. And a Reconnaissance Battalion is, you have Sierret Golani. And Sierret Golani is like the special forces of each, each infantry battalion. Um, each infantry brigade has its own special forces battalion in it. They are, there's also a thing called Sierret Mat. Matkal, I think it's Matkal, and that's the best of the best, and that's taken from all the different units, but also each individual infantry battalion, brigade, has its own battalion of Sayaret Special Forces, and that's the 631st um, uh, Sayaret Golani, and inside that they have uh, a... Orev Company, and they're a heavy weapons company, and they're called Raven. Um, you have Palkan Engineering um, and Combat Engineering Company. And basically what they do is they do 
like explosives operations, mines. They can build things, uh, bridges, uh, makeshift buildings, all that kind of stuff. And then you have the actual reconnaissance company. And that's like, uh, that's their little reconnaissance special forces inside it. They're going to have snipers. They're going to have uh, reconnaissance units. Reconnaissance units, basically what they do is they go and they sit in a place four days or yeah days and basically they're there with a long-range rifle and a radio and they're just reporting all the stuff that goes on in the area you want to stay out of sight and that's what the um reconnaissance company of Sarat um golani is and then finally you have 351st signal company um palhik which is communications, and they're your information hub for the entire company. So they're making sure that all comm checks and all radio checks are being done and that there's constant communications between all of the units from the command level all the way at the top, Benny Gantz. Benny Gantz, he was, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure he was the commander. I think it was the commander of the Northern Command. But he might have also been the commander of the Golani because I was I was looking at this picture of him, and he was watching Golani operations. I think it's on the Wikipedia site. But so that basically covers the composition, the history, what the uh, what their what their um, lineage and standards are. And remember, when I said standards, that's the symbols of the company, the oak tree. On a, on a green and yellow background. And that brown beret, I want to talk about that for a sec. So that brown beret, the reason the Golani uh, wear a brown beret is because of the earth. Um, the, um, the land, it's a connection with the land of Israel. And it's that's why their beret is brown. And it, it signals a connection to Golani's connection to the land of Israel. So... I was going through and I was going to finish up by talking about, hold on one sec, I'm having a sip of coffee. I was going to finish up by talking about all of the engagements, the major engagements that the Golani Brigade, the, histor the history of it, um, the battle history of the Golani Brigade. And, oh my gosh, the list just kept going on and on and on. Remember I told you in the beginning that this is a a uh this is a unit if you were in the golani brigade you got combat experience so i'm going to give you a piece of that by just going over the golani brigade's experiences in just the independence war and you're going to see the foot travel that these units did is amazing so in april through may of 1948 they were in the battle of tiberius and the battles in Tzvat. So there was some heavy fighting in Tzvat. The Syrians came down and there was literally, they had to fight house to house in Tzvat. Tzvat is a, uh, a spiritual, sort of a spiritual, one of the spiritual capitals of Israel in that um, a lot of the rabbinic works um, were composed and it's one of the places were composed there. And it's one of the places after the destruction, after the um, 
Well, yeah, after the destruction of the temple, people fled there. But there were also, during the tumultuous time of the Romans, a lot of people hid out there. Um, so it was important for uh, Ben-Gurion um, and the Israeli cabinet to ensure that the Gol Golani Brigade was successful and, and, and maintained and, and uh, um, captured Svat. Um, they were, and now that, that's in the north. So the, there were also the battles of the um, Kinarot Valley. Um, and that, well, the battles of the, the Kinneret around the Sea of Galilee. And that was the defense of the Kibbutzim, the Gania Aleph and the Gania Balet, the uh, Gania Bet from the Syrian army. And remember, I told you during Plan Dalit, the IDF went to all of these um, kibbutzim that were within what would have become a Palestinian state, but since the state never recognized itself or claimed independence, all of that land was just sitting there. And rather than leave that land, the uh, the Israeli the new Israeli government saw no reason to do that, um, so they went in. And that were these uh, some of these battles that occurred during that plan. Dalit was uh, the battles of the Kinnarot Valley. There was the Battle of Gesher, um, which was the the repelling of Iraqi forces in the south. Um, but I think that was the yeah, holy cow! So they all of a sudden got moved all the way to the south, and there were. Um, they were repelling Iraqi forces that had come over through Jordan and now were on the border of Jordan, come over, invaded, and the, the Golani Brigade was now in the south fighting against Iraqi forces. Um, they repelled the Arab Liberation Army in the battles of the 10 days between the first and second truces of the war uh, from July 8th to 18th, 1948. Um, so... I'm, I'm, I'm a little confused by the timing of this because the Arab Liberation Army came from Egypt and they were moving up through the Negev and then into the West Bank. So I think maybe they came down into the West Bank, repelled them, repelled the Iraqi forces, and then went back up north and eventually took part in this thing called Operation Dekel, which were a number of operations to basically secure the um, the uh, the Kinneret, the uh, the Galilee, to secure that entire area and to finish up operations there. Um, uh, no, that was Operation Haram, which took place in October 1948. All of these different operations were. One thing happened, then another thing happened. Okay, guys, I need you to move over here. Okay, guys, I need you to move over here. It wasn't a straight push because there was a limited number of bodies in the Israeli army. So you had to go basically where the fighting was and then get back to where you were and refight maybe the same ground you had just won a couple of weeks, days, months earlier. So in December 1948, they were transferred, transferred to the south in preparation for Operation Horev, and they fought the Egyptians in the Gaza Strip. 
Um, other operations in the Gaza Strip were Operation, um, were the Battle of Hill 86 and the battles around Rafah, but they also took play, uh, took, took part in Operation Asaf to control the Western Negev region. So, um, and, and Gaza borders all of this. So they were literally just shooting around the desert. Wherever bad guys were popping up, they were popping then. Um, and in March 1948, they were tasked with capturing Um Rashrash, which is today a lot, um, with the 7th Armored Brigade. The Golani advanced through the Araba region in the east and arrived at the location two hours after the 7th Armored Brigade arrived. Um, this was the last operation of the war, and it is why yellow is part of the symbolism that, uh, that adorns the standard of the Golani Brigade. Um, I know it seems like a lot of the information was here and there and here and there. And again, I went over that. The Golani Brigade was here and there and here and there. And that all of that information was just from the first um, Arab-Israeli war. Um, not That's not including Suez, uh, the War of Attrition, uh, the Yom Kippur War, the Six-Day War, uh, all of that. Uh, uh, there's just so much battle history for the Golani Brigade. Um, and I hope you enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, so that's the Golani Brigade. And they're close to my heart. They're hard chargers. Um, queen of battle, infantry. Uh, go, go, go. Follow me. Um, they are awesome. So I hope you enjoyed that. Um, and that's pretty much it. All right. Um, if you like this video, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and the notification bell. If you want to take us with you, again, I said you can uh, find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and on Spotify. Um, our flashcards are out, and they're on Amazon. Um, you can pick up the Aleph Bet set for Kindle. The link is in the description below. Ten bucks, man. $9.99 real good deal a ton of cards and they're not only print but they're also script so if you want to learn hebrew script buy our cards you will thank us because i i pretty much i think we have the best presentation it's an easy to read format i have people in israel helping with it i have people from city college of uh new york um, helping with it. I have people from Ben Gurion University helping with it. I have all kinds of people. Real, real, super duper. It's from the, from the horse's mouth. I don't know if that's, all right, enough of that. <laughs> but they, it's legit. It is awesome. And it is the best you're going to get anywhere. We have a new one coming out at the end of the year. Um, it is numbers. I just had my colleague in Jerusalem go over all of it. 
um, and I'm gonna be doing the graphics for it pretty soon. We also have, just so you know, some children's books getting ready to come out. Um, it is on the icons of Israeli history. Um, it's gonna be a fun read. It's gonna be a labor of love. Be on the lookout for that as well. Um, all right, uh, that's it. Todova, leitrot ve, yalla bye. Shabbat Shalom